The following program is brought to you by Speak the Word Ministries. Speak to your body, speak to your debt, speak to whatever needs to be spoken to because there's power in your word. The power is inside of you. But in order for it to work, you're going to have to open it up. Speak the Word. Welcome to Speak the Word with author, Bible teacher, and evangelist, Pastor Joanne Ramsey. Speak the Word Ministries is called to train up God's children to be soldiers of Jesus Christ. Speak the Word. Speak the Word. God's Word. Speak, speak, speak God's Word. We invite you to visit us online at speakthewordministry.net. That's speakthewordministry.net. And now, here's Pastor Joe with a message titled, Mountain Moving Faith. Speak the Word. Mountain Moving Faith. <laughs> That's what we're going to be talking about, Mountain Moving Faith. And, you know, when I sat down to put this message together, I asked the Lord, I always talk to the Lord about what He wants me to share with everybody. And He impressed upon me that He wanted me to talk about faith and how, how with your faith, that you can move mountains. But you really, you may not realize it, but you've got enough faith inside of you to move a mountain. And you're going to recognize that. He brought this scripture to mind in Romans 4.20. This is where it talks about Abraham, how Abraham staggered, not at the promise of God through unbelief, but how he was strong in faith, giving glory to God, and how he was fully persuaded that what he had promised, that what God had promised, that he was more than able to perform. And saints... I would like to read this verse to you and some more verses to you. And I'd like to read it, the others coming to you from the message translation. In Romans 4, 17 through 25, it says that we call Abraham father, not because he got God's attention by living like a saint. <laughs> I love this translation. But because God made something out of Abraham when he was a nobody. <laughs> and, and that's awesome. He said, isn't that what we have always read in Scripture? God said to Abraham, I set you up as father of many peoples. Abraham was first named father and then became a father because he dared to trust God to do what only God could do. And that was to raise the dead and with the word make something out of nothing. Hallelujah. You know, I capitalized that last verse because I want you to know, saints, that God can make something out of nothing. He can make something out of anything. Just, just with a word. It says, when everything was hopeless, that Abraham believed anyway, deciding to live not on the basis of what he saw he couldn't do, but on what God said he would do. We need to think about that. Abraham didn't focus on what he couldn't do but he focused on what God could do. And that's what we have to do. We have to focus on not what we're capable of doing, but we have to focus on what God can do. And so he was made father of a multitude of peoples. God himself said to him, you're going to have a big family, Abraham. <laughs> In verses 19, it says that Abraham didn't focus on his own impotence and say it's hopeless. He didn't say that this hundred-year-old body could never father a child. He never thought about that. Nor did he survey Sarah's decade of infertility and give up. He didn't tiptoe around God's promise, asking cautiously skeptical questions, the Bible says. And I might add, too, that neither did he go to his friends. Abraham didn't go to his friends to get any advice, and he didn't go and Google on the Internet to check it out to see if it was possible if Sarah could get pregnant. <laughs> the point is... He, he didn't check any of this out. He just took God at his word. We just have to take God for his word, what he says, because his word never changes. 
And his word really is the only thing that's truth. But it says that he didn't do any of that stuff. But he said, Abraham plunged into the promise and came up strong, ready for God, sure that God would make good on what he had told him. And that's why it said that Abraham was declared fit before God by trusting God to set him right. You know, some translations say made righteous, which means the same thing as being made right with God. And you need to understand that this next verse that I'm about to read, it didn't only mean Abraham, but it means us too. He says in verse 24, he says, but it's not just Abraham, but it's also us, he says. He said the same thing gets said about us. He said when we embrace and believe the one who brought Jesus to life when the conditions were just as hopeless. It was just as hopeless in that situation to bringing Jesus back to life as it was for Abraham and Sarah to be parents when they were 100 years old. Just think about that. He brought the dead back to life. <laughs> when Sarah got pregnant, her womb was dead. And Abraham, but he brought it back to life. And he said that with the same conditions were equally hopeless. And it says that Jesus was handed over to die because of our sins. And he was raised to life to make us right with God. Hallelujah. Saints, faith knows no limitations. And I want you to know that you will usually get what you reach out for. You're going to get what you expect to receive. If you're not expecting anything, you're not going to get anything. As a matter of fact, I'd like for you to just take a minute and just check and take a quick inventory and see what you have because that's what you have reached for up to this moment. What you have now, this moment, is what you've reached for so far. So you just think about that. But I want you to know that I've got good news for you because from this moment, beginning right now, you can reach for something huge. You can reach for something really big, as Ed Sullivan used to say, really, really big show. You can reach for something really, really huge because faith knows no limitations. Faith has no limitations. You are not limited to what you can receive through the power and the force of faith because God has placed no limitations that would confide you to any area of your life. He has no limitations on any area of your life. All you believe for, saints, you really can obtain. You really, you can. All you need to do is have faith for it and get a vision for it and you can have it. Are you hearing me? It says that D.L. Moody once said that faith takes God without any ifs. And I added here that I might add buts. <laughs> because there are no ifs and there are no buts where God's promises are concerned. And you brothers and sisters will get what you have faith for when you begin to confess some things. And some of the things that when you start saying these things, for instance, Lord, when you say, Lord, I'm not going to be limited. I'm not going to be limited by my own small thinking. And I'm not going to be limited by my own feelings. I'm not going to let my feelings get in the way. I'm not going to be limited on how I feel. And I will have, through faith, what God said I can have. And like Abraham, I'm not going to stagger at the promises of God through unbelief. You can't be wavering. The Bible says that a man who wavers and staggers is a double-minded man. And he said, let him think that he's not going to get anything from me. So you can't be wavering back and forth. Are you hearing me? The Bible says faith is, according to Hebrews 11.1 1 in New King James, it says, now faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. For by it the elders obtain a good testimony. And verse 3, it says, by faith 
we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God so that things which are seen were not made of things which are visible. In other words, what we now see did not come from anything that can be seen. And let me stop here and say this. According to the Bible, the worlds were framed by the word of God and things which are seen were not made of things which you can see. So that means, saints, that everything was created by God. So therefore, you can speak to anything. And that's why when my dishwasher broke down, I spoke to it. <laughs> and it began working. <laughs> you know, David, you know, he was called the repairman. And, and I thought to myself, you know, God made this. You know, if he made it, I can speak to it. And so that's what I did. I laid hands on that dishwasher and I spoke to it. And I said, Lord, you said that everything was made. You made it. And if you made it, that means I can speak to it. So dishwasher, I speak to you <laughs> in the name of Jesus and I command you to work. And it did. And so I called David and told him he didn't need a repairman. But, you know, when the Lord gives you permission to do something, that means you can do it. If he's given you permission to speak to something, then it's up to you to speak to it. It's not up to him. It's up to you. He's not going to come down here and speak to that mountain for you. You're going to have to speak to that mountain yourself. And that's what he's anointed me to do. He's to teach you and to train you how you can speak to that dishwasher or speak to that pain in your back or speak to that debt that won't go away. It's up to you to speak to it. It's not, a, it's not up to him. He's given us the way to do it. You know, God tells us in Genesis 1.26 in the Amplified Bible, God says, Let us, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, Make mankind in our image after our likeness and let them have complete authority. Let them have complete authority over the fish of the sea, the birds of the air, the tame beast, and over all of the earth and over everything that creeps upon the earth. Saints' faith in speaking God's word is not limited to just speaking over certain things. For instance, it's not just limited to you speaking over your bodies when they are hurting or over your finances. That means you can speak to anything. I, I know I had some, what do you call those things that get in the ground and come up under the dirt and eat up everything, uh, moles or moles in North Carolina, and they were eating my yard, you know. I, I, I'd go out one morning and the plant was halfway under the ground. And my brother-in-law was pouring stuff in holes, you know, but it wasn't working. And, and so I, I did basically what I did with the palm tree and everything. And, and I started walking across the ground and I started cursing them. And there was a cornfield behind me. And I thought, they don't have to die, but they got to leave this yard. <laughs> they can go into cornfield and they go where they want to, but they got to leave this yard. And so I walked across my backyard and I cursed the moles. I spoke to them and I cursed them and commanded them to leave my yard. Said, you can go, but you can't stay here. And I want you to know the moles are not there anymore. You know, you, you think that's not true, but it's the truth. I wouldn't lie to you. But people, you know, seeing people that raise people from the dead, it happens. And, and it's faith and speaking. Tell them to get up, you know, and command the breath to come back. You know, I have not done that, but I'm not saying that I won't, given the opportunity. I'm thankful that I've never had the opportunity. <laughs> Meaning that I wouldn't want to see somebody in that predicament. But I, I believe I would. I believe I would. Like I said, it's not just limited to speaking to certain things. The power that you have inside of you is not limited at all. There, God has not placed any limitations on you in any area of your life. 
only you are the ones, you're the one that's put the limitations on yourself. God hasn't put any limitations on you. You're limiting you. And just think what you can do when you take those limitations off and how far you can go. When you take the limitations off of God, just watch him. Just watch him move. Like I said, you can speak to anything. Jesus did. Didn't Jesus speak to anything? Yes, he did. You know, faith begins its hope, the Bible says, and indeed it is unseen. So many people doubt that faith is real, but saints, faith is real. As a matter of fact, genuine faith is a miracle because faith is something that we do not possess naturally. Faith is given us, according to Ephesians 2.8, tells us that faith is the gift of God, so therefore it's a miracle to have the faith. And he's given us all a measure of this faith, according to Romans 12.3, so we all have that gift, saints. We all have a, a measure. It's what we decide to do with the measure that he's given to us. It says, the God kind of faith has allowed you and me, as a matter of fact, to receive answers to prayers for things that in the natural didn't seem possible and didn't even seem like a possibility. But he has given us the faith to do that, to speak to things and to pray about things and receive answers for it that doesn't even seem possible in the natural. Think about that for a second, saints. Faith in God allowed Abraham to become the father of many nations and also become the father of us all. And Abraham counted on that same faith when God asked him to sacrifice his only son, Isaac, who was the son of promise. Abraham, it says, obeyed by faith, and God spared Isaac and provided Abraham with a substitute. He provided a ram in the bush. It says in Genesis 22:13, it says, And then Abraham lifted his eyes and looked, and there behind him was a ram caught in a thicket by his horns. So Abraham went and took the ram and offered it up as a burnt offering instead of offering up his son, Isaac. Hallelujah. And Abraham called the name of that place. What did he call the name of that place? The Lord will provide. The Lord will provide. Hallelujah. And he will provide for you too, saints. He is our Jehovah Jireh. He is our provider. And he already knows what you need before you ever even ask. And before you was ever born, he knew you were going to have that problem. He knew you were going to be in that situation. And he's already prepared for it. I know that's hard to believe, but it's true. All we have to do is just receive what he's placed for us. King Hezekiah was told that he was going to die. It says in Isaiah 38 that he was told that he was going to die, but he went to the Lord. He called upon the Lord. And God added 15 more years to Hezekiah's life. All he did was call upon the Lord and have faith. And God gave him 15 more years. Think about that. How many times have you seen or heard of someone that the doctors have given a death sentence to? But because they put their faith in God and His Word, they were miraculously healed. You know, I know my youngest sister had cancer uh, just a few years ago, and it wasn't looking too good for her. But through faith, through prayer and by faith, she's now healed. She's cancer-free. Hallelujah. Glory to God. You know, she began, she took God's Word, and she began to apply God's Word to that cancer. We cursed it. David and I went up down to Wilmington and we cursed that cancer. We cursed it from the root up in the name of Jesus. We spoke words of death to that cancer and we commanded it to die. And it died. It's dead. Hallelujah. She's cancer free. Praise the Lord. 
You know, I remember a time when I used to take over 150 pills a month, and I've shared this before. However, because of my faith and speaking and confessing my faith with God's Word, I now only take one a day. And it's not the one-a-day vitamin, but one a day. I take that too. But I don't count my vitamins. <laughs> but, you know, that's awesome. You know, there was, a time, there was a time just a few years ago when I was in debt with credit cards and a mortgage. But by faith in God's Word and confessing that faith, I'm debt-free today. Healthy and debt-free. You know, I activated my faith by giving voice to God's Word, and that's what you have to do too, saints. I sat there on that sofa day after day after day after day after day, week after week after week, month after month after month, year after year after year. Some took a few days, some took a few weeks, some took a few months, some took a few years. But you don't stop. Keep on and on and on and on. And regardless, you just keep standing on that word. And you just, the Bible refers to his word, it says it's like a hammer. You just keep, you know, and that, you just keep pounding that mountain, whether it's cancer or your debt or your mortgage or whatever it is. You just keep, you get the word of God and you just keep pounding and pounding and pounding. Are you hearing me? Yes. That's what I did. And I still do. You know, it takes a little time, saints. It takes a little time. Whether it takes five minutes or half an hour, hour, you know, I don't come up here and say I'm there an hour or two hours. Sometimes it's 20 minutes. Sometimes it's an hour. Sometimes it might be 10 minutes. My point is, you've got to be consistent. You've got, just got to keep going. You've got to keep hammering. Even when it looks like nothing is happening. And that's when you really got to just keep hammering the hardest. When nothing looks like it's happening. Are you hearing me? I gave voice to my faith. And like I said, did it happen overnight? Did all that stuff happen to me overnight? No. Will yours happen overnight? No. Probably not. But you didn't get there overnight either. And neither did I. You know, sometimes we have things come upon us that we didn't have any control over. Amen. And then there's a lot of times things happen to us that we did have control over. But, you know, the good thing about it is it really doesn't matter with God whether you had control over it or you didn't have control over it. He's still going to help you because He loves you. And all we have to do is exercise our faith and give voice to it. So He's not keeping record. As a matter of fact, He says He does not keep records. He doesn't credit anything. He, you know, He forgets everything. Not because He can't remember, but because He chooses not to. And I'm so thankful that He chooses not to. You know, and he still loves me because that's what he, he is love. He knows nothing but love because that's who he is. Hallelujah. You know, I have received miracles myself actually uh, overnight. And sometimes I've had answers to prayers while I was still asking. But that's a rarity. That's not something that happens every time I pray. Brothers and sisters, I remember when my life, you know, what my life was like before I realized the importance of mixing my faith with God's Word, I remember what my life was like. It says in Hebrews 2, 4, in the World English Translation, it says, For indeed, he says, We have had the good news preached to us, even as they also did. But the word they heard didn't profit them, because it wasn't mixed with faith by those who heard it. 
We get preached a word every day. And that's one of my prayers that I take the word that I hear because I, I do listen to faith-filled messages every day and for a minimum one. And usually it's more than that because I go to bed with it. But at least one. But you, won't not, you don't want to just listen. What does the Bible say in James? You don't want to be a hearer only. But you also you want to be a doer. You know, when we hear the word of God being preached, you're going to have to start mixing that word with your faith. So take this word that the Lord has given to me and mix it with your faith and act on it, okay? You know, I remember like the Israelites that I wasn't being very successful in my walk with the Lord. Even though I had faith, I had faith, but I was not mixing my faith with speaking God's word and I was not praying God's word over my circumstances, but I had faith, but I wasn't praying his word over my circumstances. I was telling God all about my problems and my situation, but I was not speaking to them. And he's not going to do anything. He's waiting on you. But thank God someone gave me this booklet by Charles Camps called God's Creative Power. Uh, some of you may be familiar with Charles Camps. He was an author and a minister and has gone home to be with the Lord a couple of years ago. But up to this point, before I received this book, I was just learning what it was like to have faith in God and to trust Him. And I'm still learning. I, I've not arrived by no means. I don't stand up here and say that I've arrived. I'm still in school. I, I study every day. I, I'm still in school. I, you don't, this is a school that you go to that you never graduate from. You, you're never going to graduate. Saints, we have to understand that God and His Word are one and the same. You know, and as I read in Brother Camps' book, he was saying that what I believed and what I speak would determine my outcome in every situation. Let me say it again. That what I believe, what you believe, and what you speak will determine the outcome in your situation. What you believe and what you speak. And as I studied God's Word, I knew He was telling the truth. I knew He was right. So I began to realize that I could decide how my day was going to go by the words I chose to speak and not necessarily based on my circumstances. But I could choose. What have you, you know, I think to myself, well, what have you been confessing, saints? Have you been speaking what your enemy, Satan, has been filling your ears full of? Or have you been saying what God says? Speak the word to your body. Speak the word to your mind. Speak the word to every circumstance that mountain can't stand. This has been Speak the Word, the Bible teaching ministry of Pastor Joanne Ramsey. We're glad you've joined us for today's message. Speak the Word is made possible by support from listeners like you. If you'd like to hear more from Speak the Word, visit us online at speakthewordministry.net. There, you can also learn more about Pastor Joe, purchase audio CDs or DVDs, and watch and listen to other radio messages from Pastor Joe. Again, just go to speakthewordministry.net. Pastor Joe will be right back with a closing word. But first, we're excited to tell you about Pastor Joe's new book. It's titled, God, Are You Listening? I Need Help. During this unsettling and fearful time, do you need God's help perhaps like never before? In this new book, Pastor Joe will help you develop a prayer life that delights the heart of God and moves Him to act on your behalf. If today's events have you in fear and worry, this is the perfect book for you. God, Are You Listening? I Need Help. The new book from Pastor Joanne Ramsey. 
If you'd like a copy, just ask for it when you include a donation to Speak the Word Ministries of just $10 or more. Write to us at Speak the Word Ministries, P.O. Box 9175, Virginia Beach, Virginia, 23450. Again, that's P.O. Box 9175, Virginia Beach, Virginia, 23450. Our telephone number is toll-free, 855-505-2297. Pastor Joe and her team also welcomes your emails, and we'd be happy to pray for you. Our email address is speakthewordministry at cox.net. That's speakthewordministry at cox.net. And now, here again is Pastor Joe. Father, I thank you for according to your word, you have given us all a measure of your faith, mountain-moving faith. Hallelujah. And it was through that same faith that Abraham became the father of many nations. And it was not because he lived like a saint and did everything right. But because you made something out of Abraham, even when he was a nobody, because he dared to trust you. Father, I pray that we will have that same kind of faith and trust in you. The faith to trust you to do what you said you would do. Even though things in the natural may seem hopeless right now, help us not to focus on what we can't do, Lord, but on what your word said that you would do for us. Help us to get a revelation that we must mix our faith with your word. You said your word is near us, even in our mouths, and that we have been given the power and the authority to speak to our mountains. And your word, like a hammer, will break into pieces the rock of most stubborn resistance. Amen. From Pastor Joe and all of us at Speak the Word Ministries, we're glad you've joined us today. Once again, thanks for listening. Join us next time on Speak the Word. Speak the Word to every circumstance That mountain can't stand Against the Word, the Word of God Against the Word